0: or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Hello. Oh my God. Who is it? Is it me? Am I alive? Is this real life right now? It's me, it's Selena. I am back for a very long overdue episode of The Haunted Estate. I guess I don't have an excuse. I'll tell you guys what's up, what happened, what went down, that kind of situations. So, as we all know, we left off. I was going in for some surgery. I was having my gallbladder taken out. That did not go well. Oh, my God, no. First, I had this overwhelming fear that I was going to die. I think I talked about that, I'm sure, in one of my episodes. But I'm talking about it was to the point where I was violently shaking that morning. I just had a feeling that something absolutely terrible was going to happen. Personally, I cannot have any kind of opiates, any kind of painkillers, any kind of morphine, anything like that. Obviously, I had to be put out, but after that, I needed to go... Free ball in it with the with the no pain medication at all. So it was a really hard recovery. Ambulance was was called more than once. After that, I was just really sick for a long time. I did not bounce back. But the main other thing that went on is I had decided to start my own business. I had no idea. What that was gonna take out of me. That, oh my god! Running your own business is probably the busiest, most incredibly difficult thing you will ever do. But the rewards are amazing, and being your own boss is fantastic. So I constantly thought about the haunted estate. Been working on another book. Been been just kind of in and out. I don't know why I haven't recorded an episode. I think just. Obviously, I've had time to sit down and do it. I just, I've been in and out of all these feelings of things changing. I'm pretty sure I haven't even listened to my own episodes in a long time. Yeah, I do that sometimes because I'm weird. Um, But... Last year was um, a deep depression for me, like really deep. There were days, weeks when I didn't go to bed or the only thing that I did do was record this podcast. This podcast was kind of my uh, my saving grace. I got to meet lots of really cool people who were into the same stuff. I was able to write my book. I was able to do all those incredible things So. I went from being in this extremely dark place and not doing anything to, holy crap, I'm driving all over Canada, I'm filling orders, I'm, I'm making things, and it was just, I was bombarded, but, you know, it's been such a blessing. And I've had probably... Another 200 of you add me on Snapchat, which is amazing. I love meeting and talking to you guys every day. If you want to follow me on Snapchat, do it. It's at Selina's Life, C-E-L-I-N-A-S-L-I-F-E. My name is Boo. (laughs) So um let me just tell you a bit about my business really quick. Nothing haunted relating, which is kind of incredible. Uh it's called mollyisabella.com, so www.mollyisabella.com. I am a jewelry candle company, so I make candles with rings in them. There's a $5000 ring within every 3000 products becoming really nicely popular here in Canada. Um, I'm making way more money than I did when I was working in a factory. Obviously, way more money than when I was sad and sitting on my ass. (laughs) Um, It's been a blessing. We do candles, elixirs. We're coming out with some new products. It's fantastic. Sorry if I sound a little weird. Unlike myself, I'm dealing with a little bit of strep throat. (laughs) Of course, Lena, you're always sick. That's another thing. Since my gallbladder came out... I've really been dealing with uh, just constantly being sick. And as we all know, I have Meniere's disease, so it's been a lot of vertigo. And I think it's just a huge, it's all happening because this huge change in my life where I am starting to do things. We have a backlog of calls that we're going to get to. We are going to talk about some really cool haunted stuff. I think today might just be calls. But as I said, my promise is I'm going to stick to once a week. That's totally attainable for me. Sundays and Mondays are my days off so those will I will make those haunted estate days so on top of the other haunted book that I'm working on I'm actually working on uh two other projects which will come out there one is uh kind of more fantasy the other one is actually in my town we all know I'm a little obsessed with what's been going on in our town the amount of suicides that's something that has not stopped since I have finished recording it was actually last week someone that I went to high school with really kind guy um just another one, it just it just doesn't make sense. I swear there's like a sickness in this town. But let's jump into some haunted stuff because can't you know, that's that's why we're here. And oh yeah, I haven't gotten better with my words. But I'm still so comfortable on the mic. Don't I sound comfortable? Yeah? What are you doing? Are you a trekker? Are you whatever? Anyways, I kept the phone number going. So if you want to share your ghost story, please call it in toll free. 1-877-260-3428. Look at that. I remembered. Email it to me. Selina C-E-L-I-N-A at com. Currently thehauntedestate.com is not up and running. A lot has to be done on that website. Um, we, I wasn't getting the traffic that I wanted to to be able to kind of hold the cost of $40 a month to run that website. Um, if, if back, once we get popular and rolling again, if people start adding up again and people want the website and a form and area to do those things, please let me know. I will get the website back up. Other than that, you can always find these podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, any kind of platform that you can find this And I usually upload them to YouTube. I don't know if I'll be sticking to that. But I will always stick to iTunes because I'm an Apple user. Anyways, let's jump into our first story.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot
2: Hi, Selena. My name is Jules, and I'm a new listener to your podcast. And um, I'm super excited to be listening to you. It's just a perfect podcast for me. I really relate to the things that you discussed. And um, I there's something I don't discuss a lot, but I do have a couple of stories and I would really love to share them with you and hear what you think. Um, I, the house I've grown up in with my parents that I've recently moved out of has always been haunted. And um, I have a few different stories. Um, I'll just tell a couple of them today. I hope you like them. Um, one of them happened when I was 10 years old. I was asleep in my bed and my mom knew that I was a little scared of the dark and my attic had been tur- the attic had been turned into my bedroom. And so my mom knew I was a little scared. So um, I was 10, my room still was like a little girl's room. My mom had taken my cabbage patch lamp, all and she had set it on a timer to go off in the middle of the night when I was already asleep. Because she thought, oh, 2, 3 a.m., she'll be asleep by then. Well, my mom didn't know that I was kind of an insomniac. So one night, And I remember it was spring, and we hadn't taken the big blankets off my bed yet. It was right about time to take the big blankets off my bed. I was still awake at 2, 3 a.m. when the lamp went off, and I was kind of scared, and I couldn't sleep. And I was just wide awake. And I remember laying there and laying there, and I was not even tired. And suddenly, I don't know how it happened, I did not see him come, I did not see him go, but suddenly at the foot of my bed, He was a little bit transparent, but it was very clear that there was a soldier, and I know this is cliche, but he was a soldier standing at the foot of my bed. He was wearing a blue and gray uniform with buttons up the front and like a navy blue wide-brimmed hat, and he was kind of medium height, and he was staring into my eyes, and I was scared of him but not scared of him because he didn't look evil he was just looking at me like he he didn't understand like he like he was kind of assertive just looking into my eyes and i kind of got mad because i didn't want to be scared and so i slowly crept my hand up and i lunged for him just to see what he would do and when my hand touched him he disappeared and to this day i have not seen him again i don't know why he didn't show himself again it could I have not seen him again. I don't know why he didn't show himself again. It could not have been a dream. I was wide awake, Selena. And um, my mom actually believed me. And I don't know why he hasn't shown himself again. We had recently, the only thing I can think of that could have drawn him at that time is we had recently inherited an old English fife, like a Civil War fife and it's kind of like a flute and it's wooden and somebody had given it to us. It, was, it had been in the family for a long time and it was in my closet. And that was the only exception, the only change in our life at that time. And so anyway, that's something that happened to me. It's the only ghost I've ever seen, just point blank in person that kind of came to see me. And I have a few other little things like that. And I don't know how much room I have on the voicemail. So I may stop at that today. But that's one of my stories. And I hope you like it. And I will keep listening. And uh, talk to you later, girl. God bless you. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you so much to Jules for your call. I think Jules actually found me on Facebook. She's super pretty. Um, I love this story. That's I love the unique ones, especially soldiers, that kind of thing. You definitely hit it on the head if you said you acquired something. That definitely could have had an emotional imprint on it. Um, You think about places where there were big massacres, a lot of emotion happened there. So things replay themselves like that. That's kind of what we would call a residual haunting. So for you to see this ghost entity in the middle of the night leads me to a bit of another idea. So as people, nature, anything, we hold an energy. So do ghosts. But humans, we vibrate on such a higher level. So during the day, these ghosts, whatever, they kind of take little bits of energy from, you know, the the area around them, the people around them. But it's never enough energy to really make themselves visible during the day this is where the time kind of between 2 and 4 a.m. comes into play because within those hours it's like the world's most settled time that's when everyone's usually in a deep REM sleep that's when everyone's usually settled except you know insomniacs like you and me (laughs) Um, which is which is really cool so he probably got enough energy together kind of pulled himself out and was like oh my goodness (laughs) a lot of the time I find that Spirit doesn't really know what's going on. They're a little confused. They're more of a, this isn't what I'm used to kind of a situation. But I really enjoyed that story, and I hope to hear more from you. I know I have a couple more calls in here. Maybe one is from you. Unfortunately, some of the earliest ones, the company, I I kind of forgot to charge it to my credit card, so it kind of erased some of the calls. So if you don't hear your call in the next couple weeks, please call back and record it again. It would be Greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, some really cool things that happened while I was gone. Well, let's not say cool. Spooky. Ooh. (laughs) I have this really cool antique library. It's not a library, it's like a hutch. It was in the it was hilarious because in the ad they're like antique library, but it's like a secretary's stand. And it has this big glass door, and you need to push the button down to open the door. And it's really hard to open because it's really old and kind of warped, and I love everything that's creepy. So, a few days in a row, the door had been opened. And I just, we kind of like passed it off, and I knew something was up, but I didn't really connect with anything. I didn't feel anything. So, we're actually sitting there watching TV when we notice that the door is open again. So, we just keep shutting it. So, then over the next couple of days, when we get up in the morning, All of the cupboards are open. Sorry, had to take a little pause there. As we all know, I have the dogs. The dogs that never stop. The dogs that bark all freaking day. And, oh, my lord. That's why I stopped earlier, too, because they had to go outside. I swear, I don't have kids, guys. But, like, these dogs. Having three of them is like having one toddler. I'm not kidding. There's always someone up to some thing going on. Oh, my god. I thought we could take this as a little bit of an opportunity to talk about some really cool books that I have read as of late. I am opening up my Audible as we are now. Not sponsored because they don't do it in Canada so far as I've seen. Audible.com. I was probably one of the first. Absolutely. I started, as soon as I found out about Audible, I was a fan. I have downloaded, like, I'm not kidding, hundreds of books. Like, way more money than I really should be spending online. I just love books, and some of these are real ghost stories, some of these are not. I'm just pulling up my library right now. One series that I am super into right now, come on, Mac, wants me to log in. All right, The Kingdom by Amanda Stevens. Uh, that's actually the second one in the series. It's called the graveyard series. So listen to this. Totally my forte, a little too romance. I am so not a romancey listening kind of person. Uh, I never really have been. I don't know if it's just cause like I found love and got married when I was super young. Um, but it's about a girl, and she is a cemetery restorer who sees ghosts and solves murders. Like, seriously, could there be a better book for me? So that is The Cemetery Restorers. Uh, if you just put in Amanda Stevens, Amanda, you know spell that, Stevens, S-T-E-V-E-N-S, you will find that. I also listened to The Haunting of Blackwood House. Why am I not... Re- obviously, didn't leave much of an imprint on my brain because I don't even remember that trying to look down here what are some other spooky ones that are wonderful i don't know if you like witchy books there is the awakening awakening it's the sweep series that is about witches and now i'm looking down here at the bottom the ones that i'm going to be checking out is the haunting of ashburn house because my credit just came in and what else here sanford hospital looks really good i like a lot of historical stuff like that So why not let's jump into our uh, next call.
2: Hi, Selena, it's Jules. Um, I know that I've recently already left you a story that I had another one to tell, and today I actually had time to do it. So I thought, since I have a day off from work, I'll go ahead and do it today, and it's super fun anyway. Um, So I... Okay, so I have... uh, Moved out of my parents' house and with a few roommates about two years ago. (laughs) And before that, I lived with my parents for a long time. And um, there was some regular activity that went on in our house that I find very interesting. Okay, so I I kind of naturally believe in maybe four different types of hauntings, if you will. And I I realize I don't need to be closed off to anything else. But these are the four types that I kind of just have a natural understanding of. I understand ghosts. I understand, like, if something's a demon. Um, I understand what a poltergeist type thing would be, if there's negative energy that kind of manifests. And I understand residual energy. And um, those are four things that I just kind of naturally understand. And and I guess I wouldn't have a problem if I saw them. I I could identify or I could come to terms with what it was. Um, so in this house in particular, for about ten years that I've noticed, maybe twelve, on and off, I will see in one section of the house because so it's a two-story, and most of the bedrooms are downstairs. Of course, my bedroom was upstairs in the attic, which was super extra creepy, right? Um, <laughs> excuse me. But the other bedrooms are all downstairs, and their hallways kind of in the shape of a Y, with two bedrooms and a bathroom and it's kind of dark back there but there's enough daylight that gets in that you can see and so there's kind of a straight path through the dining room to the kitchen where you can look down through that hallway where the bedrooms are and it's just a combination of darkness and light just you know kind of that you can see if somebody's moving back there and it hasn't happened recently because I've been praying more in the house I'm, I'm, I'm a faithful person and I pray I I pray a big amount, but um, I've started praying in that house more when I'm alone now, and so these things have not been around lately. But I have seen what I call shadow people, and um, I haven't seen them recently, I think because I've been praying more in the house, but um, I used to see them a lot, and it seemed like every few years they would come, and I wasn't quite sure what the pattern was on that, and it was just kind of like the shadow of a person walking by, and um occasionally i would sort of see one dead on but only for a brief second and usually it was more peripheral and by the time i looked at it it, i saw it going away um not just standing there looking and so i would see that a lot and sometimes i would go back there and i would occasionally say something look around nothing was there and i wasn't too terrified of it i would just kind of keep an eye on it that makes sense and um something else that i I believed may tie into that, maybe not. And, and this could be the residual energy. Is There were many times, maybe five or six times in the past 10 to 15 years, I would be home alone, sitting on the living room couch, so that that straight path that I talked about through the house was on my left side. And I would forget that I was home alone. Because when you live with people, you get used to the sounds that they make. Well. I would kind of forget that I was alone sitting on the couch, and I would hear what I thought was my dad walk the length of that path from the bedroom through the dining room into the kitchen and, like, do something, like, pick something up. You know, I would hear his body weight and footsteps. I thought it just sounded like a familiar body weight, familiar footsteps. I would see the shadow in my peripherals, and I would just think it was dad or possibly mom. And I wouldn't even think about it. And then about a second later, it would occur to me that I was all alone in that house. And then I would slowly get up and go in there and there was nobody there. And this has happened five or six times. And it was, it was eerie, but it wasn't horrifying because it wasn't like I walked around the corner in my house and there was a person standing there. It wasn't quite that invasive. And so, um, I would just kind of keep an eye on it and say a prayer if I felt that that was necessary. And nothing else has happened, but it was just so eerie um, to hear somebody, to see somebody walking. And I promise there is no history of mental illness in my family. We don't see things that aren't there. Uh, That's never happened. Um, So it's it's far more likely that something has been in the house. And I can't quite tell if it's residual energy or if it's a ghost. Um, but either way, um, it it doesn't stick around all the time. And so, um, anyway, that's a pretty curious thing I thought I would share with you. And I'd love to hear what you think about that, about what you think about residual um, energy and things like that. Anyway, love your podcast and um, hope to hear from you. Awesome. Thanks, Selena. Bye.
1: Awesome. So we got another call for Jules. I was hoping for another one within there. And it's cool. You also want to know what I think of residual energy since I kind of just talked about that. Um, residual energy is really a tricky thing. Uh, oh, great. Of course, a phone call. One moment, please. Sorry, phone call. That is now that I run a business, I deal with phone calls. Literally, you could call me at three o'clock in the morning or what is it now? One forty-three p.m it's just how it is. And look, you didn't even have to listen to it. It was just like, pause, go, bam. Awesome. Sorry. Talking so much talking. (laughs) It's a new episode. I got to get the feels back. You know what I mean? It's not just like jumping on a bike. You should have seen me trying to like find the old recording music. I was like, okay, this is, this is somewhere. So things will get, things will get a lot smoother, uh, within the next, you know, couple weeks. Um, But moving on, residual energy, like I said, is an emotional imprint or a... I think that's kind of the only way really to describe it. You know, there's those really good moments in your life where, oh, someone's born, it's so happy, or something really bad happens, someone passes away, or a lot of, you know, normal haunting, somebody died there. That's a really emotional time. Somebody passing on over to the other side is a ginormous event. So when it comes to residual energy, who knows, maybe you'll be a residual ghost. These are not intelligent hauntings. It's literally something that's not going to affect you. Um, other entity spirits can be triggered off of residual. I'd never, ever, 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 ever will suggest contacting the other side unless you absolutely know what you're doing know how to protect yourself if you have read my book you know you know not to play with those things i can't tell you how many times i've been called in they've been like well we tried to solve it ourselves by breaking out this ouija board that we got off ebay from 1932 and it's like oh oh yeah. Okay. And I don't judge them because you know what? It's 99% of the the issues that I that I deal with. But I love people and I love that they reach out to me in, in those kind of situations. It's definitely been a good networking uh, situation there. I want to thank you so much, Jules, for her calls today. Today will be a bit of a shorter episode as my strip throat is just it's terrible and it's a welcome back. So a little, I got to tease you guys, right? I got to give you a short episode and just just tease you. So I know in our next episode, I met a wonderful lady. Her name is Jess. She contacted me on Snapchat. She has uh, asked me to talk about Leap. Oh God, better say that right. Leap Castle in Ireland. So I'm going to do some research on that for the next episode. I thought I had a call from her, um, but... Maybe not. I didn't hear it in any of these messages. I'll have to go through again. If she has called in, I will play that before. There, kind of make it a just episode. She's wonderful. I feel like she'll be pretty active in the podcast, which I love. So don't forget to head over to the most in place, most important place for information is the haunted estate podcast on facebook that's where all of the alerts will go up make sure to subscribe to me on itunes the number one thing that gets us out there is when you subscribe to me and when you rate us so please give me five stars if you hate me give me one i'll be kind of upset but like it's you know you still touched it right (laughs) i love you guys i hope you have a wonderful evening week here it is 20 degrees i think you guys go celsius I'm not sure for me, this is the warmest day yet this year. So I love you guys. I'll try and slow down my talking. I'll try and get back to my sexy voice. I feel like people like my slow, sexy voice. Maybe I should put a poll up on the page. Tell me what you like. Anyways, peace y'all.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well.